Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for the very first episode of Hello APGD, a neighborhood podcast about the Audubon Park Garden District just miles from downtown Orlando in Florida. APGD is a Central Florida's first certified community wildlife habitat. It has a thriving independent business district with gift shops, bookstores, cafes, bars, restaurants, and a weekly farmer's market, along with a local food hall, all within a four-block area. I'm your host, Michael Lothrop, and today we'll be speaking with Kim Hellstrom of The Lovely, a boutique market that features vintage apparel for men and women, mid-century modern furniture, and handmade gifts. I hope you'll go check out The Lovely at 2906 Corinne Drive or online at thelovelyboutiquemarket.com. And please let Kim know if you enjoyed this podcast. Our guest today is Kimberly Hellstrom. You prefer Kim or Kimberly? I don't, it doesn't really bother me, either or. Okay, they're both your name? I'm Kim. I'm Kimberly. You're, I'm to me, To me, you're Kim, so I'm going to call you <laughs> okay, Kim. Okay, good. I've heard call people call Kim. you Kimberly, and I wasn't sure if I was doing it wrong, so. My parents, one parent calls me Kimberly, one parent calls me Kim. Okay. Well, that, that it, tells it you sums that both, it up, right? both are acceptable. Absolutely. Exactly. Good. All right. Excellent. And Kim is the owner of The Lovely, which is an incredible shop um, that is, I mean, it's indescribable just how how lovely it actually is. Oh, um, thank you. Somewhere between a vintage shop, a antique store, um, very specialized gifts and arts and um, how how do you describe The Lovely personally when you're talking about You know, it's all about curating. Okay. Secondhand finds, mm-hmm. vintage finds, mid-century home decor. But I think the thing that we're most proud about is just the ability to walk in and find good stuff. It's not going to be stuff that's damaged or just not good. Mm-hmm. It's all curated really well. I... And happy Earth Day. Oh, happy Earth Day. It's Earth Day, that's so right. we love today. Yes, we do. That's exactly how I think of the lovely when I think of it. Actually, like before doing this podcast, I wanted to just sit in the shop and just kind of watch the magic happen because I mean when when you walk inside, it's you're just instantly transformed. It's this mm. this place that is so well thought out and so well curated, like you said. I mean, that is, you know, and and how it's arranged, just all of the detail, it's just such a welcoming space. And I feel like, you know, there's a gift for anybody in your life you can walk into the lovely and spend you know as much time or as little time and you can easily find something that somebody will treasure for the You're rest of their lives sweet. thank you yeah, yeah finding finding little treasures that mean something when you give it to somebody or for yourself a lot of times people come in to find a gift and they find a gift for themselves which that's is great. Really fun to see. I mean, that's the best reward for going into a place, isn't it? It's just yes. to treat yourself. <laughs> we don't do enough of that. We don't. We don't take enough self time. Truly. Really. Truly. And I mean, your your shop is just such a gem. I don't, you know, I I can't say enough good things about it. Um, tell me about when you first got started, like what was day one like? That that space used to be um, a salon, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, it was Matthew Michael's hair salon and spa. So there are spa rooms that we now use for some local female-owned businesses. 
and they get to, you know, use that as their own working space, which is so nice. And they're all, like I said, they're all female. They're all amazing ladies. And then the other portion was all the hair salon. So we were able to take out everything that they had, but the shell of the building was just so beautiful. And the big thing was in Audubon. I wanted to open up a business, but it had to be in Audubon. I was very specific about that. There were opportunities down like on the Lake Ivanhoe area, which I personally love, but I just, my heart has always been in this neighborhood. And tell me more about that. Why why Audubon specifically? Well, I mean, where we're sitting now, we used to hang out here mm-hmm. when we were all, you know, in our early 20s. And, you know, I don't even know if we might have even been in high school. But we used to come here and rent movies. Mm-hmm. And then we used to just kind of hang out. And then when they added the beer and, and wine and the, the light, you know, the liquor license came, it was just a fun place to hang out with my friends. And I've always liked the neighborhood. It's just always been something special about it. Truly. And and for the listeners' reference, we are sitting in the alcove at Stardust. Video and coffee is is the full title of the place. And back in 99, when Stardust opened, it was a video shop that had coffee. Mm-hmm. And thus the name. And it has transformed with the times. It has evolved with the times, as I think we yes. all have. And... Um, it is like such, such an anchor to the neighborhood and it's, it's like town hall. It's where people kind of come to, mm-hmm. you know, meet and meet new people. And it's just, it's, it's a real treasure and, and we're here a lot for that reason. And yeah. I always feel very laid back and just, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this would be like a little vacation spot. You know, if I was on vacation, I would totally want to find a spot just like this and just chill and hang and right? meet new people. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually, I've run into some people in the neighborhood that were like Airbnb and, you know, occasionally somebody will ask me like places to go. And I always send people here because it just, it is, it's very unique. And I feel that way about the lovely too. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've, I've been in all sorts of shops that are, you know, kind of doing a similar thing, but Yours is just a step above and it's just absolutely, I mean, it's incredible what you can find in there and it's different every time and the furniture is just like... It's good, right? It's really Thank you. Our vendors good. are amazing. It's not, it, you know, finding the right people to be in the shop is really important to us. It's like they have to understand what... I hate to say this, but kind of like what's cool, what's in, what's funky, mm-hmm. but yet they take care of their items. And they, they all have a passion for it. You know, they're all nostalgic and we all get touched by items and we're very blessed with the vendors that they all have that really great knack for it. Yeah. So tell me about the vendor situation. So you have basically almost like designated stalls, like areas in the shop that are um, curated by different individuals and it, it kind of goes through the shop at the point of sale, but, but they are sort of, is it kind of a concession? Like a, like, right, or like yeah. A- so there's like 40 of us in there and that's big vendors and small vendors. You okay. know, we've got some great, um, small folks that are all Orlando based, whether they make jewelry or, you know, bets bars with their soaps, which are like the best soaps ever. Um, And then we've got the guys who take care of the vintage, the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Um, Our book guy. Our book guy is a book 
guy. He knows everything about classic vintage books. He knows about the authors. He knows about the stories. He knows about the binding of the books. And he knows about the papers. He's just so interesting. So to find somebody that really has that knowledge Mm -hmm. and then is able to, he just hunts. He's a hunter. He finds all of these amazing books. And then he takes a lot of books that are damaged and talk about reusing. He'll find these amazing images and then frame them. I mean, it sounds really simple, but to actually do that day after day after day and finding these beautiful pieces that are all about our history, mm-hmm. whether it's an artist or whether it's, a, you know, finding old maps of Florida, you know, that's what his goal is. So we're just very blessed. Wow. Blessed to have people that are really into it. Yeah. And that's sort of the, the theme there, right, is that it's it's a collection of of items and artifacts and history and um, just creativity and kind of one of a kind items Mm -hmm. in, in some cases and people that are truly passionate about all of those things. And so you have that experience just there for the customers and for yourselves too. I mean, it's like, right. It's hard sometimes to sell the items because we all love them and we all want to keep them. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? It's funny. Yeah. 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 But that, I mean, that, that kind of care just, you know, that is such a rare thing. And it's like, you know, what, what you're doing, I think is so treasured by, you know, everybody. So I want to say thank Thank you. Thank you. Oh no. Thank you. All of us. You're very sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So what, over the years, um, what, what kind of changes have you seen and like what in, in the business itself and things that you want to do and things that you've kind of done to make everything work better? It's a great question. I think one of the most I guess interesting things is just the fact that there's so many children and children, I guess I should say like mid teens Mm -hmm. who come in with their parents. Oh, wow. And that has just grown and grown. And I think because the relationships between parents and kids are now, they have more synergy. Mm -hmm. Like I used to go shopping with my mom all the time, but it wasn't about memories it was it was a different thing. Now I feel like parents come in and they actually are talking to their kids about specific items that they had growing up and so forth. And so the kids are really interested in it now. And that's, it's like, I always call them vintage souls. They get it. They love it. They love the clothes. They love the little things, whether it be a little, you know, owl ceramic figurine that reminds them of their grandmother. But it's that, that, commonality in families that we see that we we love it that's it's just that's so incredible it's so sweet it's so cool to see that wow so generationally i think that you know and and i i think of when i think of good relationships i think of you and your daughter because just seeing the two of you yeah, yeah i mean you clearly are like best friends but in like a clearly in that like mom and like daughter a, thing like a healthy right? way right <laughs> yeah right. But you, you seem to have just, you know, that, that knack for, you know, being there as a parent and as a support system and best friend. And thank um, you. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really nice to introduce her to the world of vintage. And the, the funny thing is, is the other day we were in the car and she was just playing, you know, a playlist on, on Spotify. I think it was. And I started singing the song and she looked at me and she was like, how do you know this song? 
And I'm like, honey, this is an old song. And she thought it was new because she heard it on TikTok, which made me die. I'm like, Mila, honey, you know some of this old music. Come on, girl. But she looked a little bit upset that I knew the song. Yeah, that's that's a that's a teenager for you. Yeah, yeah. Right? I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, I was yeah. I uh, when when your your parent you realize that your parents are actually kind of cool. It's like you know, it's humbling maybe in a way. But um, I'm sure I'm sure she really appreciates that too. She yeah, I hope so. And I know if if it's not today, it will be. You know, yes. I always tell families that come in and they ask, you know, can I donate? you know, my, my grandmother's stuff to you. My first thing is please talk to every family member because it's more important that that item stays with that family than it is to sell it. Come on, you know, and you know, half the time they're like, no, we really don't want it. But then again, there's some cousin, there is somebody in that family that really needs to cherish those items. That's such a good point. And keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think, Everybody kind of has their their things and they, they value physical things differently. And I think it's it's changed over the years, you know, especially I mean, for, for me, the one thing I can think about to relate it to is like, you know, I used to collect CDs and you yeah. know, I love going to Park Ave CDs still, but like back in the day I would touch every single CD in the place. Like my oh, friends that totally. would come with me would get so annoyed because I couldn't leave until I knew everything that was there. And like right. that experience is very different now because we don't have as you know, vinyl is like a good tangible example right. of, of music. But I think, you know, now I have this collection of CDs that I don't touch and I own them, you know, and it just it has changed over the years and how we kind of manage what we have in our house and, you know, cleaning things out and like making sure that everything that you have like has meaning and it's the way that you want it. And I, I just, I envy that skill. I, you know, Gabby has it. My wife has it. Um, luckily, cause right? somebody in the relationship totally. needs to, <laughs> um, it just makes such a difference, like coming home and just like, seeing your things and like a logically arranged or just like, like thoughtfully, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. And something that brings you joy. Yes. You know, it's so funny to me with, with, I I love barware. I have beautiful barware at my house. I don't ever use it. Every once in a while I'll use it, Mm -hmm. but I love looking at it. Yeah. It's so pretty. And that's what matters, right? It doesn't have to have that function. It like if it makes you happy. If it makes you happy, have it get in your it. space, right? Yeah, get it? Totally. That's beautiful. I love it. And I think that, you know, some of us struggle. I, I know I do personally just with guilt about having things and not using them. And, and it just like, it can weigh on you after a while because you're like, you know, with clothes and, and different things. It's like, you know, if you have something, I feel like, you should use it, but that's not always the case. If you just have something that makes you happy to look at, right? Exactly. Although I will say with clothes, do every six months a clean out Mm -hmm. of things that you just, they don't fit you right. And you're never going to, you know, get back into those pants or whatever. Get rid of them. You don't need them. Somebody else does, right? Somebody else does. Totally. Mm -hmm. Give that joy to somebody else. And right when, when you're giving it to somebody else, what, what do you rec- like, where do you recommend to take, to drop things off? Can, can they do that at the lovely or is that no, not really? Uh, only because when we, 
we do buy items and we tell folks just, you know, text us photos. But if you've got something, you know, even with me on a Saturday, if I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to use this. I'm done with it. It doesn't bring me any joy. I tend to go to church donations. Mm -hmm. I'd rather support something really local like that versus taking it to a chain thrift store, Goodwill, Salvation Army. And I know they do a lot of great work in our communities, but I just, I personally just feel like the churches, I'd rather have that money go to them. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And now we have out of the closet on the corner there. Oh yeah. That's another great place Mm -hmm. to donate. Totally. Yep. She agrees. She does agree. There's an aunt. She's very perplexed. Oh, about so exciting. Oh yeah, my goodness. So much to look at in this alcove, which is <laughs> kind of why I chose this for the <laughs> podcast spot. Well, Kim, I wanted to thank you. And um, is there anything else that you'd like to... Again, you know, Audubon Park is such a great neighborhood. We reuse, we recycle, we're constantly improving this area, whether it be, you know, with plants in the back of our alleyway, um, the murals that are going all around this place. It's just a charming, charming little piece of heaven and in a very huge city. You would never think this is um, here. So we're very, very excited to be here. And and thanks, Mike, for having me. Thank you. And I wanted to plug the Main Street organization that actually Kim and I both serve on. Yeah. Um, that is kind of part of why Audubon Park is thought out and laid out the way that it is, is, um, you know, there is a co-funded by the city Main Street organization um, that we're both on the, we serve on the board for. And um, we kind of help look out for things and Mm -hmm. and beautify the neighborhood and and efforts to to kind of keep it the way, you know, good and getting better, right? Getting better every day. Totally. Truly. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. And um, what is your website and Instagram? Oh, sure. Our website is thelovelyboutiquemarket.com. And you now can actually shop on our website. That was the one uh, great thing about COVID is when we were able, when we had to close, I was able to get a website up and running. So we still update that website daily with new items that come into the store. Not every item, but, you know, we do pretty well, you know, adding every day. Um, and then our Instagram is the lovely collection. All right. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Hello APGD, a neighborhood podcast is brought to you in part by Stardust Video and Coffee, Audubon Park's beloved neighborhood cafe, bakery, bar, and meeting place located at 1842 East Winter Park Road. We are also sponsored by Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor and Brewery. Founded in 2005, Red Light Red Light is widely known as the source for world-class imports and microbrews, a wide selection of natural wines, plus award-winning beers brewed in-house. A full kitchen is in the works with an amazing menu by chef Jess Tantalo, so stay tuned for that. Located at 2810 Corinne Drive, please check out Red Light Red Light for all things beer and wine, and soon food. Our theme song is by Christopher Pierce, and special thanks goes to Trey Hester for mixing the episode and for all of his help in making this podcast a reality. We do hope you enjoyed this episode. If so, please click subscribe and leave a review if you'd like. We'll see you next time.